this here is a remarkable Welcome to the Wedding of Distinction podcast, a program for the unique bride and groom. The Wedding of Distinction is a concept, a concept where brides and grooms want something better, not just your average wedding. We have the tools to make that happen. Now, here's your host, Mike Fernino. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year, and welcome to the Wedding of Distinction podcast, and I am indeed your host, Mike Fernino. That's me. As I mentioned, we have a brand new year in front of us, and uh, with that new year comes a ton of newly engaged couples. The majority of engagements actually happen during the holiday season, which includes Christmas, New Year's, and Valentine's Day. The majority of men go down on bended knee during these dates. So consequently, wedding professionals gear up for what we call booking season. It's a time of the year where more weddings are announced and deposits are put down on wedding professionals than at any other time of the year. Certainly, after booking a venue, the most popular choice is either the entertainment or the photography. These are part of the main services that every wedding should have. On the program today, I speak with master photographer John Mono of John Mono Weddings, and he's a very experienced professional photographer. Our discussion is going to cover how to find, research, and book a great photographer, what to watch out for, the pitfalls, and the mistakes that couples can make. John covers the ever-changing environment of wedding photography and how couples view a photographer's work. And I want to thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day to listen to this episode. So let's get right into it. Today, on the Wedding of Distinction podcast. On the Zoom line, my good friend and the guy across the river from me, Mr. John Mono of John Mono Weddings. How are you, photographer extraordinaire? I am well, getting a, a well-needed rest from uh, 19 months straight of shooting. Yeah, we were, we were just talking before I hit the record button about how busy 2022 was. How was it for you? I mean, one of your busiest years ever, I'd assume. Yeah, it was a, a marathon, you, you know, we because uh, I went in all through last year. It was no break. I started January 2nd shooting by March. I had already I had already shot 10 weddings and it maintained that consistency all the way up to December 29th this year. So mm. it was like mm. it was like a marathon. You had to pace yourself and continue to keep breathing and going through it. Yeah, which is why I didn't do many Wedding of Distinction podcast last year. I was working music in motion. We were booked up solid pretty much after Easter. It was every weekend. Boom, boom, boom. And uh, not just weddings. We were doing so many graduation parties and uh, school dances because for many, it was their very first event that the school or the uh, the families were able to have in several years. So uh, amen that we're almost back to a new norm. Happy New Year, by the way, uh, 2023. And uh, so we know that this is uh, the uh, engagement season. So many guys go down on bended knee over the holidays, Christmas, New Year's, and coming up uh, Valentine's. So this is the big time that uh, the wedding vendors, the wedding professionals go out and kind of jockey for a position to earn the business. And there are going to be so many newly engaged couples, hopefully that listen to this podcast, and they're looking for a photographer. I, I know you're not going to argue with me when I say that probably the big three that you have to get after you get the date and for some after you get the groom uh, is the venue, the food, the photography, and the entertainment. The, these are the big three. And they are probably the things 
that are needed most in the early stages of booking. So we're going to talk today about how to hire a professional wedding photographer. I, I know you're good at this, so uh, go ahead. Yeah, you know, I think about this a lot. And the reason I think about it is a lot because I see so many stories from brides and especially post-COVID, you know, there's been an influx of newbie photographers to the market because we were all booked, we couldn't handle the load. So people came out of everywhere uh, at calling themselves photographers. And the way that photographers meet couples, couples meet photographers is very different. You know, in the old days, you had to go to a bridal show, you had to meet them, you you had to you know, pay for vendors to be on the knot, things like that. So we were invested in the business. We had to spend thousands of dollars to go to shows and things like that. But now it's there's all these Facebook groups going on where anybody can get on there. They can just say, I'm a photographer. They can post a couple of images. And what happens is couples get fooled because couples can't distinguish between who is good and who is not good. And so what's happening is so many couples are saying we didn't get our photos in time. Our photographer flaked on us. It's been six months. Uh, we haven't heard from him. I have never in my career heard such insanity um, with what's been going on with not only photographers, uh, other uh, vendors as well, but really with photographers. And so I do these kinds of things because I want to help educate brides because so many of them, they don't know who to choose. They see a photographer, a photographer, but photographer, they're all not the same. And no. you have to keep in mind things like, you know, to be an electrician, you know, you have to go to school, you have to learn codes, you have to do things the right way. You know, you have to pass tests, but there's no standardization with photographers. So anyone, as long as they have a camera can call themselves a photographer and the experience you get from one is going to be totally different from the experience from another. And who do you tell who's going to be good to you versus someone that's going to flake on you? Hence our discussion today. Yes. And, and it's almost the same thing with the DJ and the professional entertainment industry, but we'll, we'll save that for another podcast. So back in the day, couples, you mentioned bridal shows. And that's another topic I'm going to hit on this year uh, as far as our podcast and whether they're still relevant and whatnot. But, you know, people came out, couples came out to bridal shows because they wanted to uh, experience the tangible elements of booking and planning a wedding. They wanted to meet the wedding professionals. And in the case of photographers, they wanted to look through the wedding albums. Do we do wedding albums anymore, John? You know, I have a special place in my heart for the creation uh, of wedding albums. And it is a, a dying thing in the industry in a lot of ways because people don't want to, uh, you know, they're expensive to make. Vendors don't want to spend the time to make them. A lot of these, I call them fly-by-night studios. They don't even make them because they're not invested in it. And I have couples call me from other photographers that are like, can you make an album for me? And I go, hey, why don't you talk to your photographer? Oh, he doesn't do albums. So I still do albums. A lot of my packages I include in there because my parents still have their wedding album from, you know, 60, 70 years ago. And albums are beautiful things. So I have gone through wedding album school and designed beautiful albums. And I still make a lot of them because I believe I believe in them and they're a beautiful way to hold the memory of your wedding images. Now, we're going to talk about how couples are finding photographers now uh, in uh, 2022, 2023. I'm yeah. going to just I'm going to come out and just mention one particular name, and that's Thumbtack. 
and uh, I'm not looking to get sued or anything, so I'll be very careful how I say this. But you don't need to have any type of accreditation. You you don't need to have any type of approval, authentication, really, uh, of professionalism or experience to be on Thumbtack. You just say, I'm a photographer, boom, get a little logo and you're on there. There's a lot of these online sites in which brides and grooms are now going to because they have really worked the search engine optimization. Great. They're top of page. Boom. That's one of the first names that a couple will see when they just photographers in Connecticut. They come up at the at the very top all the time. So there are so many amateurs that are participating in these uh, in these groups. What do we do to get the word out there? that professionalism is still something that is so important versus cheapest price? And how do we protect brides and grooms from making the mistake of hiring a novice that really has no experience shooting a wedding? Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the question. And wedding photography is the most difficult form of photography. So when people say, I want my friend to do it, and people say, oh, you know, this person shoots babies, they can do my wedding. You know, it's a totally different animal because it's you're dealing with time you're dealing with constraints of dark lighting conditions you need special camera equipment flash lighting all that stuff so it's it's like not the type of photography that you want to be like okay let's just try this kind of a thing so you really have to be a detective and and that's what i'm going to talk about you have to be a, a, a detective to investigate and get out your magnifying glass and start researching. And it's most of this is going to be on social media is you have to research these kinds of things to find out what is good and, and, and who is, you know, who is good, who's not good. So I laid out a couple of things to um, like criteria to kind of look for, to determine who's good or who's not. I have some other articles on my website where I go into depth of what questions to ask. Um, but the first thing you want to find out is, you know, who is the photographer? Who? You know, and it's a simple thing, but you have big companies, national right. companies. And when you book with them, you look at pictures on a website, but they're not even shot by your photographer. They're shot by someone that worked there three years ago. So you want to know who is going to be shooting your wedding. So, you know, you can either go with big studios or you can go with small studios. The advantage of a small studio is, you know, who the photographer is. You can look at their website. The reviews are about them. So you can have a more personal um, connection with that person. If you go with a big national studio or, or, you know, with a bunch of team members, um, you don't know who the photographer is going to be. And and often they're not as experienced. You know, they're starting off in the industry. That's why they're working for these companies because the companies pay them less. So they build experience a year or two, then they leave. So you want to find out, you know, who is your photographer? You want to find out how long have they been in business? You know, so if you're looking at some studios on Thumbtack or Facebook groups, how long have these people been in business? And you can find that a lot of this stuff is traceable on the internet. So you can look at blog posts, you can look at Facebook posts, you know, you can look at, at Instagram, and you can see how long in time do these posts go back. You know, so if somebody's only showing three months of, of posts, well, hey, you know, that's maybe not someone you want to go with versus somebody that's displaying, you know, eight years of, of work. You also want to determine, most important I found is 
what is the like the um the internet presence of this person when i see couples get screwed or scammed you know the first thing i do is find out okay who's the person and let's do some research and usually what i find is that the people only have like a, a maybe a blog or a wordpress thing or a small website you know maybe they only have a facebook account so they don't have a very large presence and if you see that a company has a large presence, you know, they're on Instagram, they're on Pinterest, they're on Facebook, they're on Yelp, they have a Google business page. If you do a search on them, you know, you start to see that they're here, they're there, there's a large presence. You're going to have a better chance of success often with somebody like that versus someone that just has one little post, one little um, website or something like that. That's where I see most couples get into trouble when they hire those kind of people. The other thing that you want to look for is, is reviews. And reviews are not everything, but reviews are very telling because I can tell you anything. I can tell you I'm great. I'm wonderful. I'm the best guy in the world. My mic knows that's all true. I can say anything. But when couples are speaking about the services you provided, it's coming from their voice, not my own. And if you read those reviews carefully, then you're going to start to see themes of, oh, yeah, I got my photos on time within two weeks. Oh, the images we got were beautiful. Oh, the photographer was great to work with. So if you somebody has five reviews, is a lot different than someone that has 100 reviews because reviews are hard to get. They're not easy. And um, when people pour their heart out in reviews versus three or four lines, you can learn a lot from reviews. So if you've got one photographer that's got five, someone that's got 100, you know, I think you're going to get a better experience with the one that's got 100. I think it said that uh, you could get 100 bad reviews for every one great review, because if somebody's very upset with their service, if they're angry, let's say they had a bad dinner experience, whatever, it's extremely easy. You're in the moment. You go right to your phone. Boom. You leave that one star review and that scathing review of the uh, of the service. However, if you're thrilled to death and you're happy, it's a lot harder to get them to go and leave you a review, even though they loved you. And you could even ask them, would you please leave us a review? Absolutely. When we get back from the honeymoon and then it never happens. So any wedding professional that has a multitude of five-star reviews, a, a good amount of them has really earned that because it takes a lot more motivation to get people to leave a great review. Yeah, it, you know, it does more so than people think. And then when you add things like awards in there, it's another way too. If you know somebody has, say, let's say the Wedding Wire um, Couples Choice Award, if someone has Best of Not, you know, those awards are very difficult to get because if you make one mistake, one blunder, you know, you're out the door for that year. So yeah. if you see a studio has consistency, you know, Best of Not 2019, 2020, 2021, 22. You know, it means that that company is really working hard to do a good job and deliver and to give you a good experience versus someone that doesn't have any awards. You're, you're taking your chances. Yeah, we've got 12 of those ding, 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 right there and uh, proud of it too. Uh, yeah, another thing I want to hit on too, John, is that the experienced photographer is going to know lots of different places to go and take the bride and groom to get the uh, beautiful uh, wedding uh, photos, not just the ones that are taken at the uh, venue, but those uh, those Disney-style romantic moments on the water, whatever, uh, that the, the couple might want. 
you are the ones who are supposed to know the entire area and where is uh, really the accessible magical places to go you're not going to get that with a with a novice photographer you know i wanted to do a, a a post with you know or thread or a topic one time on longevity in the industry because it makes a difference you know i've been shooting weddings for 10 years and i'm still studying i'm still taking seminars i'm still taking classes you know this year you know was my best year for the work that i've turned out and the reason that is, is because I'm learning, well, even as time goes on, how better to manage time, okay? how better to work with, with, with people. So photography is not just about taking pictures, especially with weddings, because you're dealing with time constraints. You're dealing with, you know, organizing bridal parties of 20 people. You know, you're dealing with people that don't want their photo taken. They don't like the way they look, but they hired you anyway. And you have to deal with the whole personality aspects. So learning these type of skills and you have to work with indoor, outdoor, lighting, flash, off-camera flash, continual lighting. So these types of things don't just come in a year or a two, but it really takes the time and the experience of doing hundreds of weddings to really improve your skills and what happens is it translates to more photos and better photos and better quality and better use of that time so you can't i can't say enough about you know the importance of longevity in the industry and really making sure that your photographer has been at this for at least you know five three to five years minimum so then let me ask you this so a couple they just uh, got engaged they're thinking about getting their photographer right off the bat what's the procedure that you recommend that they follow because we've we've already confirmed that not everybody's going to go to a bridal show and a lot of people are living on the internet but there really is a degree of of personal one-on-one -on -one that uh, should happen as far as interviewing their professional what do you what do you suggest? We're going to make you a bride for a second. Put okay. you in the dress and all that stuff. Where are you going? How are you doing it? When are you doing it? What's what's the whole concept here? So, yeah. So the important thing is you want to you want to test. You want to test the waters of these people, whoever you're going to hire. You want to test the waters. You know, one way to test the water is how soon do they get back to you? Okay. So you email them and they don't get back to you for five days. Okay. You know, if that's your experience before a booking, I can pretty much guarantee after booking, it's going to be 10 times worse. Um, so, you know, how do they respond to you? How quick do they get back to you? You know, you want to look at their work, not on a phone, but get on a computer. You can use a phone, but you want to tear it apart. You know, you want to get on a full screen. You want to look at images. Are they sharp? <laughs> you know, are they overexposed? You know, those types of things. And you can't really see that on a phone. You want to look at the reviews, as we mentioned. You want to look at the style of the photos because it's one thing to take a photo, but you can totally change the way it looks through the editing process. And every photographer has different styles. You know, so there's trends. There was a couple of years ago, it was bright and airy. That was the trend. Everybody was doing bright and airy. Now it's more of this boho brown, you know, vintage toned, um, you know, look that a lot of people are doing. It's tend to be more darker, moodier. 
So you have to look at those photos and do, do I like these? You know, do I like this style? But you can't go to a light and airy photographer and say, hey, can you give me dark and moody? You know, it doesn't work. So you have to scrutinize the images. You have to um, you have to make sure that it fits the style that you like. And then one thing that I suggest with couples is ask for full galleries. Okay. Anybody can put up one, two, three photos and say, great, I'm a wedding photographer. And you get all excited about it. Wow, cool. I love this image. Okay. But you want to look at full wedding galleries, you know, and I tell my clients, somebody asked me, can you send me galleries? I said, I'll send you galleries to the cows come home. I have nothing to hide. If you like it, great. If you don't, that's fine. But I would want anyone up front to know this is me. This is my work. This is what I'm going to give you. So I tell couples, ask for full galleries because you want to also see if a couple is only showing natural light. Okay, I'm a natural light photographer. Well, that's great. But, you know, you do a winter wedding and 90 percent of your wedding is in the dark. You know, it's indoors. It's in a church. Um, your ceremony is indoors. So someone that's a natural light photographer and then all of a sudden they're thrown into a wedding and it doesn't have to be December, but most of your wedding is indoors, hotel rooms, getting ready shots. So you want to see photos from every part of that wedding to see how does the photographer handle a church? How do they handle outdoors in bright sun? How do they handle a dark reception? That's going to be real telling. And then I would say that you want to you know, meet these photographers, either go to their studio um, or do a Zoom meeting if you're out of state or something like that. But you want to meet them. You want to greet them. You know, you want to ask them questions galore so that you can feel comfortable with them, not only in the work that they're going to do, but in their personality as well. Because on the wedding day, you spend more time with your photographer than any other vendor. Mm. I did a wedding a couple of weeks ago, 15 hours. I was with that couple for 15 hours from the early morning to the late at night. And, you know, people are crying, people are stressed, people are emotional. So you want to feel warm and fuzzy. You want to feel comfortable that your photographer has got the personality that's going to jive with you. And that's going to be able to, you know, get all the work done for you and, and make you feel comfortable. Right. Amen, brother. So tell the uh, the listeners of our program here how they can contact you and how they can find you, John. Okay. So my name is John Mono. I'm a wedding photographer out of Southbury, Connecticut. Uh, I'm, I'm all over the internet, <laughs> like all over the place. So my website is johnmunnoweddings.com, J-O-H-N-M-U-N-N-O, weddings.com. You can look it on Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, whatever, and you will find me. John, thank you for your time today. Happy New Year, my friend. Thank you, Mike. Happy New Year. Thank you for doing this podcast. Thank you for helping all the couples out there. And thank you for being the professional that you are, because when you build your 18 couples with professionals that have been in this industry, it takes your wedding to another whole level and makes everything stress-free, go smooth, and that you have a great time. I will confirm that as well. So anyway, I appreciate your time. I'll see you at the next wedding. All right, look forward to it. The Wedding of Distinction podcast is a production of Music in Motion Entertainment. All rights reserved. Any unauthorized publication of this program is strictly prohibited. For the Wedding of Distinction podcast, I'm Mike Vincent. Happy wedding planning, everybody. Let's get